edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and this is going to be an action-packed, jam-packed, star-filled episode. So, before we get too far into the show, you may want to now go to the kitchen, get yourself a snack, maybe a tasty beverage, and prepare to sit down for the next 55 minutes or so for some of the biggest names in daytime television. As you know, I try to make sure that we balance out coverage here to have stars from as many soaps as possible, all the networks, all the shows, and even delve into some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. It's not always possible. Some shows are more receptive to sending guests over than others. So now would be a really good time if there is a particular show or a particular star that you'd like to hear on Soap Central Live, head over to Twitter and tweet at Soap Central Live the name of the star you'd like to hear on the show. And if that star happens to be on Twitter, why not send them a message to say, hey, you know what? There's a show called Soap Central Live, and I'd really like to hear you on the show so we can learn a little bit more about you. And, you know, this is a place to really celebrate the soaps that we love. Speaking of the soaps that we love, we are going to look at a couple of them on today's show with a whole lot of stars. Coming up first from Days of Our Lives, Matthew Ashford, who plays Jack Devereaux. He is preparing to return to Days of Our Lives on Friday, September 23rd, and he's going to talk a little bit today about what fans can expect and what brought about his return to Days of Our Lives. As you've heard over the maybe past month to two months with all of the Days of Our Lives stars who've dropped by here, there is this renewed energy about the reboot of Days of Our Lives, which starts officially on September 26th. That's a Monday, fittingly. And there are going to be new stories. There's new writers, new executive producers, and these new stories that they're working on are stories that are somewhat rooted in reality. They're not going to be crazy out of this world, aliens and clones and devil possessions, things like that. There are going to be things that all of us can relate to and sort of see in our everyday lives. Then, what can't we relate to more than the fantastical soap weddings? It's something that everybody loves. Well, there's a wedding on General Hospital coming up in the next week. That is not going to be the royal wedding. It's going to be something that is surprisingly simple. And that in and of itself may make this one of the more memorable weddings in recent soap opera history. So General Hospital stars Kelly Monaco and Steve Burton, who play Sam and Jason, will be talking with me to preview why their characters are getting married in a Chinese food restaurant. Then, if that wasn't enough, Deidre Hall will be back briefly to talk about her upcoming appearance on Drop Dead Diva. She'll be playing a role that is near and dear to her heart, herself. So, we're going to talk to her about that and find out if it's hard to play yourself or maybe it's harder to play a fictional character. And, just in case that's not enough star power for you, there's also going to be a preview of... Next week's special edition of Subcentral Live that is a tribute to all my children. You guys may know that back in August I had the opportunity to go out to Los Angeles and meet with the entire cast of All My Children and ask them all of the questions that I had going on in my head and some of the questions that you guys have submitted. So I'm going to give you a little sneak preview of some of what you'll hear next week and a commercial-free special hour with interviews from everyone from Agnes Nixon to Susan Lucci to uh, Jamie Lunar and Debbie Morgan and Michael E. Knight, Katie McLean. It, it's an all-star show. So, without further ado, let's get into today's show. Hopefully that was enough uh, chattering to let you get back from the kitchen. Uh, what have you got there? Anything good? Well, I have some coconut water here and uh, a bottle of water as well. Probably not as exciting as what you guys have out there, but keep in mind I have a show to do and you don't want to hear me crunching on any potato chips. My first guest this week is returning to Days of Our Lives on Friday, 
September 23rd in a fashion that, well, it's probably going to be pretty memorable. Now, you guys know that whenever a character returns to a soap on a Friday, it usually happens near the end of the episode, and it's usually one of those dramatic door openings or, you know, someone falling through a skylight. It's, it's always usually very, very crazy. Well, Matthew Ashford is reprising his role as Jack Devereaux, and, you know, what has Jack been up to? Uh, what is Jack going to be up to? Let's uh, take a listen to an interview that I did a little bit earlier with Matthew Ashford. Hey, Matt, how are you? I'm very good, Dan. How are you doing today? I am great. I'd imagine it feels pretty good to, uh, I want to say the bell of the ball, but you've got everybody wanting to talk to you today. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad it's indicative of, uh, you know, the, the, where the writers and producers and you know, creative people have about position Jack at this time, and so I'm glad, glad to be worthy of it, and, and uh, hope that uh, everyone feels the same after we finish. So <laughs> I'm sure that they will. Yeah. One of the things that I've noticed is that over the past bit of time, there's been a lot of mention to Jack. There's been a lot of sort of uh, hinting that maybe he would be back, and it never quite happened. So what's been the difference this time that we're, we're finally able to say that you're coming back to the show? Well, I think they. I think there were ideas. I think there were. I think there was. A, you know. I think they had ideas of what they wanted to do. I think. I just think the. You know. The, whatever the pieces didn't come into position. Um, and the. I mean. I think it comes back to the. The writers had a story that they said we can get behind this story, and they did. You know. They started. They. They. They had. They had something they wanted to create. You know. Um, uh, and then when they came to me, they said, we have, we have a lot of story, we have a lot of interesting things, some very dynamic things. And that was, well, that was very exciting. Well, you mentioned dynamic, and there is this buzz in the media and among fans that there's a, a new era of Days of Our Lives or something to get excited about again coming up <laughs> later this month. Is that something, do you feel that excitement as well? Uh, actually, absolutely. Yes, I do. I do. I, I, they, they're, they're kind of taking the gloves off. They're not afraid to get into um, um, real um, heartfelt situations. Um, you know, I mean, like with everything else, everybody, you know, there's a, there's a certain cynicism that kind of abounds in this age, and I think that they're trying to find, you know, where do people draw the line? Where are their hearts? And, you know, um, and what are they willing to risk everything on? And I think that's what Jack is willing to risk everything on this. And uh, that, you know, and, and it doesn't matter whether you've got a kingdom or a, or a clamshell, you know. If you're willing to, if it's all you've got and you're saying this is, this is everything and I, and, I, and I want this and I want you and I want us, I want, you know, and I'll do whatever it takes. You know, that's, um, that's an intensity that that is kind of scary to people rather than saying ah oh, well you know same old same old you know i mean and, and that you know or everyone's bad everyone's evil everyone's jumping into bed with everybody else and, and that's not the case you know no I, I i agree i think that that's that's so important to show that there are so many other things out there i think that maybe soap fans have felt for a while that they're being told what it is they want and now it seems as though uh, particularly the, the folks at days are really listening to that yeah, I think I think um, there's been a, uh, a kind of a wake up call, and they kind of realize that uh, a lot of people have had some, you know, a lot of very long time days fans and some newer fans too. Have said, you know, this is where I want to see people's hearts. I want to see, I want to see people try, and they may not accomplish it, but I want to see them try. I want to see them try because they care. The things we've really, you know, I mean, what suddenly just jumped on my mind is you know the movie Kramer versus Kramer. I mean the the, 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 you know, um, to, to watch the main character, the father, do anything, anything to get any job on Christmas, before Christmas Eve, you know, was just, uh, you had your heart in your mouth because he had to do something, he had to do anything. You realize this is what people's lives are like. And I, you know, uh, I, I think that that's the, those, telling those kind of stories are what our producers and, and, and writers are looking for to have people give the lives for a dream and a goal and a person and, and do anything to make absolute fools of themselves. And in the past, you know, it's fun, funny they said the thing about Jack being bumbling or a fool. 
well, he never thought of himself as a fool. And he never wanted to be a, and he definitely was not a bumbler, didn't consider himself that. But if he bumbled and somehow became foolish because of Jennifer, that was, in fact, let the audience draw its own conclusion. Um, that's the way I always looked at it. And, you know, if it's kind of skew, skewed off the, the edge, you know, that's fine, too, because that happens. But, but you know, the, the writing now, the intent now um, follows that with, I think, with everybody. A lot of people doing things, you know, taking extraordinary measures to try to win, win back, you know, gain a person that they love or gain something of themselves again. Um, I, that's the interest of the writers now. That's the interest of the producers and to, to find those people who aren't afraid to be, you know, to show their heart. And I think that what you said, though, is so true. Who out there who's going to be watching this hasn't had their, that moment where they look back and go, oh, my gosh, I was so head over heels that I was acting a little bit unlike myself or I was acting like a fool. Yeah. I think that that's so easily identifiable. Fool for love. You know, I mean, that the point is, uh, you know, and sometimes some people say I was more alive in that moment than I've been ever since, than my wow. cautiousness, my cautious self ever, you know, and so we do that. But the important thing is, and this is where the storytellers come in, is that there is a price to pay for that foolishness. There's a price to pay for those, those moments, those, you know, those moments of glorious insanity. And then you end up paying for it. Hopefully, hopefully you're paying for it is, is also part of the story that you can really um, enjoy and jump into, um, you know, not just feel bad about. That's, you know, because there is cause and there's effect. You know, this is where we, but... Uh, the fact is that we as human beings continue to try and continue to make new causes. That's what makes, that's where the hope is. And I mm -hmm. think the show has always had a sense of hope, um, you know, not, if not, not, not just the character hope, but, but a true <laughs> sense of hope. So, um, you know, that's, that's what it's, I mean, I believe that's what it is when you look at these characters, that they continue, they continue, they continue, you know. So mm -hmm. that's what I think that, I think, you know, there's the writers and, Greg Meng, and you know he thought, you know he told me you know when he we talked initially you know about this amazing upsurge of people who love this show and what it means in their lives and it really awakened his opened his eyes up to you know the kind of the, the heart tug of this show and I think that's really where this show is is headed. Well, while we're talking about those fans and the folks who this show means so much uh, to them. What about you? I mean, what do the fans and their support over all of these years, what has that meant to you personally? Well, it's, um, it's you know, for the actor, it's like, you know, do you act in a vacuum? Not, actually, no, no, you can't. Uh, true, if there's a true back and forth that goes on between a performer and their, and their audience, you know. The audience is just as much of a sh the show. And for me, the response from people has always been, really amazing you know i mean it's, it's it's weeks later sometimes months later or years later in some cases but that people's response to me kind of taking a chance and saying this is what it it this is what this man is at this time this is what this means at this time and to take a chance and maybe make a choice that isn't the most um popular or easy and um, and then the, their response, the resonance, you know, has always kind of like reaffirmed for me that I'm I need to keep trying and keep challenging something, something new, something different. And hmm. you know, the fans have been really great about that. And now I've just kind of joined this um, Twitter, Facebook world, uh, <laughs> you know, and all that. And and I'm I'm seeing that as much or more than ever. People really responding, and you know, it's very it is very gratifying because you know you I work on stage and. You know, you have immediate gratification, and here I get a chance to to get people's response as well to the the work of sometimes weeks and months and sometimes years. Well, and after having been away for a bit of time, were there any jitters, or was it sort of like going back home after a vacation? How would you describe it? Well, it's definitely like going home, uh, coming home. You know, it's, it's really fun, but the jitters are in that you know you know, the show is really rocking and rolling, working at a very fast pace, very intense. Everybody comes in knowing their lines. If they don't know their lines, they have to learn them very quickly. And, you know, knowing what you're doing um, um, and being, making very strong choices, you know, and, and being in good communication with your fellow actors and the producers and writers, directors. Um, uh, you know, so, yes, uh, it's... It, 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 
the the great thing was like you know looking side to side and seeing other people kind of jumping up to that the same way you know Drake was doing it Deidre I'm sure you know she did it amazing uh, Patrick was Patrick was doing it um, one last question for you here and uh, you know all of the kids are either back at school or or they're gonna be there very soon uh, not to be too existential but what have you learned from your time in daytime. Uh, I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Sure. Uh, what have you learned from your time in daytime? Well, uh, I don't know. It's like an old theater adage, but you're only as good as your last show. Um, you kind of have to make, you know, it's really good to be, um, it's really great you did that, but, you know, the story is ongoing, so you kind of really have to, you have to stay with it, you know. You have to keep, you have to keep working. You know, you have to keep, you know, creating and be, you know, being present. You know, you can't say, "Oh, that was a great scene two weeks ago," and that's it. Live, live in the past. And that's what I think, just because it's an ongoing story, and the audience, you know, expects that. So. Well, being in the present, I want to thank you for being present to uh, talk with me today. Oh, and I hope that you, uh, I know the fans are, are so looking forward to seeing everything uh, unravel and, and become uh, exciting on days. Yes, no, well, me too. I mean, it's, it's been, yeah, definitely seeing it. Um, it's um, it's very, it's very, you know, it's exciting. It's, I mean, to be a part of this, I and mean, everyone's very much working together. Everyone's working together on this, so it's it's very, you know, it's a, it's an exciting time. I'm really glad to be a part of it. Well, thank you so much, Matt. Thank you. Thank you so much for Bye. your time, Dan. Dan. Thank you, Dan. Just a reminder, in case you weren't aware, Days of Our Lives airs weekdays in high definition on NBC. Check your local listings for the time and channel in your area. We are going to take a quick break, but on the other side of the commercial, Kelly Monaco and Steve Burton from General Hospital will offer a preview to the wedding that has everybody talking. Sam McCall and Jason Morgan and their wedding in a Chinese restaurant. Stay tuned for that when Subcentral Live can... The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hey Soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, Soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history, or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who, and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. of Soap Central Live continues. One of the things that a lot of people love about soaps are the glitzy, splashy soap opera weddings. And one of the most talked about weddings in soap opera history, at least recent soap opera history, is the upcoming wedding 
of Jason Morgan and Sam McCall on General Hospital. Now, anyone who's visited the SoapCentral.com message boards knows that GH fans are very passionate about how they feel about Jason and Sam as a couple. And they're just as passionate about how they thought their wedding would play out. And needless to say, it's not quite what fans expected. But when I talked to Kelly Monaco and Steve Burton a little bit ago, uh, they both told me that they think Jason and Sam's wedding in a Chinese food restaurant is perfect and really just the way that it should be. So let's take a listen to a little bit of that interview, as well as Kelly Monaco's very interesting campaign to help save daytime and her work on the upcoming series, Dirty Soap. Here is my interview with Emmy winner Steve Burton and Emmy nominee Kelly Monaco. Hey, Dan, how are you? Hi, Dan. Hey, Kelly. Hey, Steve. How are you? We're doing good. Awesome. Thank Thank you. you. Wonderful. You know, uh, one of the things that I think everybody who watches the soaps knows is that uh, the soaps are known for their big, splashy weddings. So were you guys surprised when you got the script and find out that uh, Jason and Sam would be getting married in a Chinese restaurant? Yeah, yeah, actually, we were, uh, we were delighted. We were very pleasantly surprised, <laughs> yes. Dan, because we didn't want to have one of those big weddings that you've just talked about. Uh, and we didn't really know what was going to happen until we got the script, and I think that was probably the day before. Yeah. Uh, so we were really happy that we got married that way for uh, their characters to kind of finally take the next step with, with marriage and their next chapter in their life to do it that way was just uh, was a good move by Garen Wolf. It was uh, it was great for our characters and you know you kind of get the best of both worlds. You get the traditional and non-traditional. After the Chinese restaurant wedding, we do go back to the actual ceremony and and see friends and family. But we unfortunately have to tell them that we are married and they're very upset with us. <laughs> I guess considering the way that the soap weddings usually go when they're big and fantastic, it's probably not a bad idea to keep it sort of low key. Well, it's, being specific um, for these characters, I think it's a good idea to keep it low-key. It's just not in – I didn't think from the very beginning that they would do that they would do, No. Um, they were teasing us, I they think, te- Yes, they sure did. Yeah. I mean, I even went with the really expensive dress. Yeah. <laughs> so did that I. That I wore for – Ten minutes. My dress was all leather. It was really weird. So will we get to see this leather dress, or was that left on the cutting room floor? <laughs> no, that was left. <laughs> I don't know. We have the honeymoon today we're shooting, so we'll find out if the leather dress comes out. I am vying to get Steve half naked. I don't know about that, Dan. <laughs> yes, Dan. We need, to we, we need to see his pecs. Do we want some skin? I think that's what's missing in daytime. And I think if we want to save the whole world (laughs) of daytime soap operas, then he needs to start taking his clothes off a little bit more. Dan, that's a damn lie. (laughs) No, it isn't. (laughs) Bring it back to the sexy time. Wow. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> it's either what do you think? It's Anna? either that or some sort of crazy uh, mummers parade outfit, maybe. Oh man! <laughs> yeah. He's not a Philadelphian. He doesn't know what a mummers yeah. parade outfit looks like. Yeah. No. I, yeah. Nor, nor do I want to actually. Uh, but we're having fun on the show. It's it's been it's been a lot of fun shooting the new stuff, and this next week is going to be great. Franco comes back, so we got the wedding and we got Franco in the same week. Uh, so we're looking forward to it. I was just going to ask that. It, uh, I'm sure James Franco is a really nice guy, you know, saving the apes and all that other great stuff. Uh, but, yeah, but every time he comes back to the show, Steve, he's causing trouble for Jason. What is his problem? <laughs> I think he likes them. I don't actually. know what the problem is. There's a little bit of a, a, There's a little a, man an crash. abnormal obsession, but... Hey, you know, we'll take it. He's generous enough to come back, and he has a lot of fun, and we have him, you know, we have fun having him there, so... Uh, it's all good. It's all good for the awareness of the show and General Hospital, and you know, hopefully we'll stay on another 50 years. Uh, I'm knocking on wood and, and crossing fingers yeah. and all kinds of other stuff. I hope so, too. Uh, one of the, the other things that always comes up when uh, you two come into the conversation is how passionate the fans are about Jason and Sam as a couple. I know that you guys are on Twitter, and I know that you, you get to see what the fans are saying, but... Were, sure. were either of you surprised by exactly how passionate the fans are about these this couple? No, I was not surprised. Were you? 
No, no. I mean, because I they've mean, been vocal for years. Yeah, we've had a we've had a, a great following for a, a long time, and and uh, I think they've been very patient yeah. uh, with the non-progression of our relationship. Yes. That once the wedding was announced, uh, you know, everybody got excited. You know, uh, ABC sent the date out way before we even yeah. knew we were getting married. Uh, so it's 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 I think it's an exciting time for Jason and Sam fans. Just as a quick aside to this, I know that, Kelly, you are quite comfortable now, I guess, with being in front of the camera for work. Was it different to be in front of the camera outside of work for Dirty Soap? Oh, gosh, yes. It's extremely different. Um, yeah. Uh, listen, I think um, um, any anything I can do right now to raise awareness to daytime television and bring um, more viewers or maybe a different generation of viewers um, into watching soap operas is like the goal for my participation in Dirty Soap. And yeah, you are going to get a get to see a side of um, daytime that you've never seen before behind the scenes and sort of how that whole machine works. And you're also going to get to know me on a much more personal level. Uh, so to answer your question, yeah, to wake up with cameras in your house is quite different than um, sitting in a hair and makeup <laughs> chair, having proper lights, and and uh, and waiting for them to yell, cut. It's interesting that you're saying that you know that's your part to uh, get. Soap fans and a new generation, and you're trying to get Steve to take his clothes off. Does that seem to be a, a fair balance there? Absolutely. Yeah, that's, I that's, think so. That's that's pretty much your whole day. My whole so, day. The whole day booked after that. Yep. Um, if I can get listen, the our fans are so loyal and so amazing. They, if I tweeted right this second, like I need to band and get Steve's shirt off for today, we would probably have. A couple hundred thousand people responding immediately to, in a chant to get his <laughs> Stop. top off. Stop. I mean, what girl has to beg a guy to take his freaking shirt off for crying out loud? <laughs> you. Why? That's what I'm saying. Like, why do I have to beg for it all the time? Well, back with Sonny, he'll take his off. Oh, man. <laughs> he will, too. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I think we have maybe time for one more question. You guys were mentioning sure. that the fans found out about the wedding probably before you did. The uh, yeah. GH publicity department actually sent me a little uh, Chinese food takeout box of fortune cookies. So that made me think, what's been, mm. I know, right? What's been the... What was in your fortune? Uh, well, it, there just been some good ones, general love ones. Uh, what I was going to ask you is, is uh, what have been the best or worst fortunes that you may have gotten over the years. Mine is I got one that said, you will die and be missed. I thought it was the worst fortune cookie ever. <laughs> that's funny. Thanks a lot. Wow. Yeah, that's a funny, that's a funny fortune cookie. Uh, you know what? I can't really say what I don't even remember the last time <laughs> I opened a fortune cookie or ate Chinese food. Well... So I'll let Kelly answer that. I actually... Top ramen does not... No, up. I eat Thai food a lot, and it comes okay. with fortune cookies. And um, I think I, j I just got one the other day, and I put it up on my on my refrigerator. And I don't remember what it said, but it said something about change and something. But I think a bad fortune would be something like, you know, things aren't looking so good. <laughs> you know, like... Did you, wait, Dan, did you say... Life is going to get a whole lot worse. You're going to die, and you will be missed, because it's could have said you're going to die and not be missed. Yeah. Well, you know, either way, you don't want a fortune cookie to talk about death. Come on. <laughs> no, no, you, you don't. don't. Really. It's terrible. It's a, it's a terrible joke. I was a pissed off person. No, in that, did somebody put in that, that in there specifically? <laughs> that was your first fortune ever? No, it was the, wor the worst one. I remember, oh, the worst. Yeah, I remember oh. getting was it. That, was that... Oh, that wasn't the I one. Like the fortune, I like the fortunes on the in the bazooka, the old school bazooka bubblegum wrappers. Those ones are normally pretty fun. Well, I Good will. Segue to gum. It, it really is. <laughs> I will leave you with this. This is from the, leave us. the fortune cookie uh, from the ones that GH sent, and it says, "Love is right around the or love is around the corner, but is it right or left?" So that's probably a, a good way to sum up what's going on on the show. That that is, you know, because we do get married, but. Franco's always around the corner, so we'll see what happens. Damn him.
Damn him, him yes. Well, well what's the left? Because you can be right or left. <laughs> I thought you meant like you could be right or you could get left. Oh. Well, you like could. Like you could get left at the if altar. You, talking, or you, you can could... be left. You will be left. <laughs> and I won't be right. <laughs> Thank God Jason doesn't talk on the show. Now you know. Oh my goodness. Now you know why I choose not to talk. Just let her talk. Oh, my goodness. So. Well, thank you, Kelly. That would be right. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, Kelly. And the Thanks, next Steve. For, the last, no problem. The last fortune cookie is Jason will not take his shirt off. There you go. <laughs> and Sam has left. And, uh, Kelly, you'll have to get on Twitter to see if we can get those couple hundred thousand people to uh, say otherwise. I'm on it right now. <laughs> um, I'm on it. Alrighty, thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. My thanks again to Kelly Monaco and Steve Burton. General Hospital airs weekdays on ABC. Check your local listings for the time and channel in your area. And in case you're wondering, Jason and Sam's wedding plays out all next week. So that is from September 19th through the 23rd. And there's an appearance as... Steve mentioned by James Franco as Franco, starting on the 20th. If you'd like to get a little bit of a sneak peek of the wedding, you can head over to SoapCentral.com slash radio, and there is an exclusive little video clip of what you'll see play out on General Hospital. It's definite must-see, and it doesn't give away too much, so if you still want to have a little bit of a surprise, uh, you can definitely head on over again to SoapCentral.com slash radio. We have to take another quick break, but on the other side of this commercial, Deidre Hall will be back, and she's going to be talking about a special guest appearance that she has on a primetime series. Stay tuned, everybody. Soap Central Live will be back in just about two minutes. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Get your weekly wake-up call for the oblivious. Tune in every week for Rant and Rave Radio with your hosts, Nathan Jetstream Jet and Mike Hardcore Elmore. Nothing is off our table. In fact, there's more on it than we care to talk about. It's a common-sense perspective on the people and happenings going on around us every single day. Leave it to Mike and Nathan to educate you on politics and society. Tune in to Rant and Rave Radio every Thursday night at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to Tom Says for practical solutions that you can use in your life. Whether it's information you can use for business, spiritual awareness, health, or personal issues, you'll want to listen to this life-changing program hosted by Tom Gerbic. Tom will also invite you to participate by calling in or sending emails. There's no topic that's taboo. With Tom's life experiences, you'll find that a weekly visit can be truly inspiring. Tom Says can be heard on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, with a weekly rebroadcast on the Voice America Business Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want a dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. someone tells me otherwise. Earlier in the show when I was talking to Matt Ashford, you heard repeated mentions to the big Days of Our Lives reboot that kicks off on September 26th. Well, the day before that, on Sunday, September 25th at 9 p.m. on Lifetime, Deidre Hall will be making an appearance on the Lifetime series Drop Dead Diva. And if you remember a couple of weeks ago, Sydney Penny, former All My Children star, was here and she talked about her guest starring appearance on Drop Dead Diva. Well, now the show has got yet another soap star to appear on the show. 
It will be the third season, season finale episode, and I had a chance to talk to Deidre earlier this week to get a little preview about what we can expect from her role on Drop Dead Diva. And this is a role that, as I mentioned, is very near and dear to her heart. She's playing herself, but it's all very much still fictional. So the question that I guess maybe many of you were wondering is, is it harder to play a fictional character or to play yourself? Here's what Deidre had to say. The truth is, it was a little um, unraveling, and um, uh, because of course I wasn't myself, I was playing I was playing myself as somebody else. <laughs> it's, it's a cute, cute storyline, and it goes all the way through the show. But it's um, um, I have uh, my security team has seen on videotape someone stealing something from my apartment. I'm, I, I brought the woman up on charges, and of course, um, uh, so I come into court to play myself. And it's just adorable. It's a clever, adorable script. Lifetime bills itself, or used to bill itself, as television for women. So is Drop Dead Diva something that was on Deidre's TiVo list? I did watch the show prior to that, and I loved it. And I, I'll be tweeting about it at some point, so please have your folks follow me on Twitter. Uh, but it was, um, I find it one of the lovelier Whole, more wholesome shows on television, and it's just quirky enough, just sexy enough, enough pretty people, enough complicated storylines, um, without being um, uh, violent or difficult to watch or uh, have some nature of bad influence to it. Uh, and I love it for those reasons. It's the shows that I grew up on when I was a kid. Deidre Hall's episode of Drop Dead Diva airs on Sunday, September 25th at 9 p.m. on Lifetime. Check your local listings for the channel in your area. And if you'd like to hear more from Deidre Hall, you can check out the interview she did with Soap Central Live back on August 5th. That interview is available on the Soap Central Live archives page at soapcentral.com radio. It's not just Deidre that's there. You'll see 87 or so other episodes of Soap Central Live. You can download them. You can stream them live. It's all for free. You can listen to them anytime you want to. So if you're stuck in traffic, if you're sitting at home and have nothing else to do, the soaps aren't on the air, or uh, maybe you can't get to sleep, whatever you need to do, Soap Central Live is there for you. As I mentioned at the top of the hour, some of the soaps that are out there are more receptive and more willing to send over guests than others. And if you've been listening to Soap Central Live over the past month or so, you'll see that almost the entire cast of Days of Our Lives has been a guest here on the show. And that's because Days of Our Lives is really committed to doing this reboot well, to keeping the fans happy, to keeping the ratings up or getting them back up, and of course, staying on the air. And, you know, some of the other soaps that you guys like, they may not be sending as many stars over as you'd want. And again, the thing that I can tell you is that you need to tweet, go to Twitter, go to Soap Central Live, send us a message, and let us know who you'd like to hear on here. And we can present that to the stars who... Uh, the shows may not think that you guys want to hear from them, or they may not realize that there are hundreds of thousands of you out there listening to the show, and that it's a great way to promote their show. It costs nothing, and, you know, it's a good time for everybody. At least, I hope it's a good time for everybody. Uh, one of the other stars of Days of Our Lives, probably the only person from Days of Our Lives who hasn't been here, Eric Martsoff, he and I had a chance to chat also earlier in the week and talk about one of those guilty pleasures that everyone had, Passions, to talk about the Days of Our Lives reboot. Uh, we touched a little bit about on the flooding here in Pennsylvania and New York and elsewhere. And, you know, it was he's a really great interview. It was a lot of fun. And as you'll hear, during his press promotion, there was one question he wasn't asked. And that was the one question that there was no way I was going to ask him. Let's take a listen to my interview with Eric Martzolf. Hey, Dan, how you doing? I'm good, Eric. How are you? I am lovely. I think uh, I'm the last stop here on your media blitz. Oh, it's over already? I think so. I'm not sure. 
That's but, a, well, hey, man, well, save the best for last, right? Absolutely. And you're bringing it home here to Pennsylvania, so it's a perfect way to end, I guess. I love it. Where, where exactly are you out of? What city? I'm in Philadelphia. The last time I uh, got a chance to see you was at the Habitat for Humanity event. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's so, great, man. All right. Well, I have Bring to ask in. you, is there anything that you have not been asked in the past uh, couple of hours? Uh, yes. What am I wearing? I haven't been asked. <laughs> I don't really want to take it to that kind of uh, <laughs> interview. But... Hey, you asked, man. I'm just answering it. <laughs> wow. Let's, uh, you know what, let's, let's, let's hone it in a little bit. Uh, as oh. I mentioned, of course, you are originally from Pennsylvania. I know you're from the Harrisburg area. Do you have any uh, family or friends or anyone out there? Because there's been such bad weather and flooding and so many people have been, uh, had their lives sort of uprooted out that way. Yeah, well, my, my mom and dad and my brother, they all still live in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And um, I did talk to my mother uh, a couple of days ago, and they were anticipating flooding that was worse than a flood that they had. I believe it was in, like, 1972 or 1973. There was this horrible flooding going on, and my mother always retells the story where I had to be taken out of a boat from, like, the fifth or sixth floor of this apartment building when I was, like, two years old. Um, I don't remember any of this, of course, but she's like, Eric, there's word that it could get that bad, you know? So it is. It's just, it's totally catastrophic, and, and my heart goes out to, you know, my fellow Pennsylvanians out there. Just stay dry, you know? Oh, my gosh. It's easier said than done. Uh, like 60 inches of rain in in the past couple of months, and it's, uh, you know, there's a couple of months left to go. I don't know what's going on. Well, how, how's, how's Billy holding up? Uh, for the most part, it's been pretty okay. Uh, you know, the typical areas, uh, Maniunk, and uh, you know, they've been underwater. But there's been parts that are not even near rivers where there's been so much rain that it's flooded the, you know, the the, the drain spouts and and the manholes and everything. And there are places that are not near water that are under eight feet of water. Oh my gosh, it's terrible. It's, it just stops everything. It just stops life, doesn't it? I mean, you can't can't go anywhere. No, it, it really does. And tying in the Habitat for Humanity that we were talking about, you know, I know that it's important for you to to give back and to you know to do what you can to try to uh, bring attention to things and make sure that everybody's taken care of. Absolutely. I mean, when 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 you have a voice, you know, whatever medium you. You have it if you're fortunate enough to be able to reach out to a lot of people. You you got to use it and use it, use it, use it for good. And that's 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 just natural. That's that's what you want to do. And so I I'm, I'm, I know I'm I'm, just, I'm actually thinking I got to call my mom later today. You got me thinking about it now. It's <laughs> Great. Um, for everybody. Uh, you know, it's it's never the wrong time to call home and and check on family. No. It's all about family. So let's let's take the journey really quickly. How did you go from the capital of Pennsylvania to the entertainment capital of the world uh, out in Hollywood? <laughs> well, it's 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 a long, long path actually. Mine mine started at Dickinson College, you know, in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, and I was studying to be a lawyer, just like my father. That's what I thought I was going to do. Had no doubt about it. Uh, but sure enough, I got myself involved with uh, Hershey Park in the summers, and I found myself singing and entertaining on stage there. And that led me to a decision on graduation day. Do I go to law school or do I go to New York City and try to be you know, an actor? So I basically came to the conclusion that I would give acting a year of my life. And if I didn't become a superstar by, by then, which is a ridiculous notion, um, that I would go back to law school. But sure enough, within a year at New York, I, I started booking jobs and, and having a certain amount of success in that department. And I just never looked back. I just realized that maybe my, my path was not going to be in law, that it was going to be actually portraying a lawyer on TV, which was my first television gig of passions in 2001, I think it was. That's got to be a Pennsylvania oh, thing. Uh, you know, I was it's it's tough. You gotta you gotta really love what you do. I've certainly had a lot more no's in my life than yeses. That's the rejection part is the worst part about being an actor because you're gonna hear no so many more times than yes. But I had just enough yeses to uh, to keep me going, and uh, here I am. 
getting ready to reboot the days of our lives. <laughs> I, well, yeah. I mean, we're, I, certainly I want to talk about that. I just I have to touch quickly. I mean, you mentioned you know, your own passions, and it was a show that was, uh, how do I put it, unlike any others. For anybody who maybe didn't check into passions, how would you describe that to them? Passions was a guilty pleasure for for many, many people. I'll tell you, man, I mean, I, I go on several autograph signings a year, and there are just as many passionites out there as Days of Our Lives folks. I mean, the fan base is still there and very vocal, and they love their program. And it wasn't for everybody, but for some, it was a necessity. And they love the supernatural element of it. I personally had a such a good time filming that show. It was there was never a dull moment, and I couldn't wait to get my scripts in my mailbox the next day. I just laugh out laughing about what I was doing, and it was a great show to to, to be on, and I'll, I'll always cherish it. It was it was also my training ground. You know, I, I when you're doing soaps, you get to you get to act every day, so you can only grow by doing that. And Passions really gave me uh, it extended me the courtesy. Uh, as a budding actor to really find my find my strengths and to find my uh, my abilities so I'm, I'm very proud of the show and you're now just a couple of months away from what the third anniversary on days of our lives you've been reunited with your former co-stars and former writers and what's the experience been like for you uh, it's 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 kind of been like Thanksgiving, really. I mean, it's uh, you haven't seen these people in a long time, and all of a sudden you're in the same room and swapping stories, and before you know it, you're you're working and you're working hard to bring back the magic to a program that you know has seemingly been been pretty dark for the last couple months. Uh, it seems like whoever wasn't in the hospital was getting beaten up on the pier or getting raped or getting beaten. It's just it's just it felt more like CSI you know, the last couple of months than a, than a you know good old fashioned soap opera. So the new writing team and the new producers have really you know really buckled up their bootstraps and, and made and made great efforts to make this thing the program that people remember it, it, it once was. And I'm I'm proud to be a part of it. You know I'm I'm a newer member. But and I real truly, in a sense, I feel like I've been here for decades because that's just the way everyone makes you feel around our around our studio. I think every workplace should be like ours because I think America would be so much happier if it was. That's wow. That's for sure. Uh, you're not the only uh, new character. I mean, certainly with some other folks coming in, you're going to be maybe considered an old timer. But I understand that you're going to have some on-screen scenes with Sarah Brown's new character, Madison. Yes, yes. Um, preview a little bit about that? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, uh, that's that's part of Brady's reboot, actually. He, he gets himself uh, a new woman. I, I'm not going to tell you that it's like some instant uh, romantic, you know, uh, thing that happens she's a powerhouse she's a very strong female character um i would go so far to say that i have i've yet to see such a strong female character be scribed by a writer in a long time in this sense she is no she is all business but she's also savvy and sassy and sexy and she just has those qualities that men just google over you know but when you put her next to brady who's as stubborn as they come as well and very proud and not really willing to take a lot of crap from anybody either it's fun to watch you got these two crazy animals in this small cage trying to coexist because they do end up working together and uh, she has a, she's the head of a cosmetics company that Brady acquires. Titan buys her company. So you have this instant power struggle. Like, I'm the boss. No, honey, I'm the boss. Sit down. No, Brady, sit down. You know, so it's, it's good stuff. It really is. That's the, the thing that soap character super couples are made out of, that kind of, uh, <laughs> that kind of back and forth in, in love-hate. Yeah. It's, it's not all bubblegum and roses, I'll tell you. But it's... But there's also an element of romance that, that's been missing. I mean, let's face it, you know, without romance, you don't have soap opera, Absolutely. you know. And uh, 
the uh, Marlene and Daryl, the new writers, have really, really made it a poignant part of the show now. I mean, people, there, there is that element of romance that's involved as well. well. One of those other things that you can't have uh, a soap without are, of course, the fans. And I do have one fan question that was submitted on Twitter that sort of uh, piqued my interest. It's from Mike, who wants to know, who's richer, the Kiriakis family or the Demiras? That's a great question. I don't actually think that's been established, but if I had to guess, I'd, I'd, I'd go Kiriakis. Okay, and uh, one other thing. Uh, of owns like 24 Greek islands or something like that. I think that was referred to at one point, so maybe I don't know. Maybe they're small islands. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> I don't care how small the island is. You know it wasn't cheap. <laughs> if you own your own island, you're doing okay, right? I, I don't have an island. Uh, I am an island, but I don't own one, I guess. Exactly. Uh, and one last thing, since we we're talking about the fans, of course, uh, November 5th is the Day of Days event scheduled again for out there in Hollywood, and you're going to be a part of that. Uh, what is it like for you to get to meet your fans face-to-face and be able to you know, hear from them and, and, and see the passion on their faces? It's overwhelming. I mean, it, it, it truly is. I mean, often, often we get immune uh, to the fact that we affect so many people with our program and that they count on it. it. It literally, the show literally becomes part of their furniture, you know, in their living room. And it's very easy for us to forget that, that what we're doing in our little warehouse over there in Burbank is, is going to be streamed out to millions of people across the, the world. And it's just, that's the one day out of the year where we are truly you know, graced with all these fans' presence, and they let us know what our show means to them. And I walk away from that day exhausted, beyond belief, but at the same time, just with a giant smile on my face and, and happy to be a part of what I did. You know, it kind of makes me happy. Thank God I didn't become a lawyer because why well, I, I, would I have ever felt this feeling? I don't know, but it's 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 pretty damn cool, you know. And I'd especially think so now, since a lot of fans are, are mourning the loss of, of their soaps with all my children going off the air and one life to live in, in January. Now, these soaps mean more than ever. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually spoke about this earlier it, um, with somebody else. There, there was such a feeling at the Emmys this year of, of camaraderie as opposed to competition. It, it, it wasn't really about uh, I want my show to win or I want I want our actor to win or it was more about let's come together let's save our genre. Hmm. So it's 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 really been a you know a family friendly friendly feeling across across the spectrum in, in our little soap community that uh, has brought everyone together. And sometimes it takes tragic circumstances circumstances to bring out the best in people. And I think this is a perfect instance because we've upped our game. I mean, this this reboot is unprecedented, and we're we're making history right now. And we're we're not gonna we're not gonna go away gently into the good night. You know, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna fight for soaps because we love them. Thank you, Eric, so much for taking some time out to uh, to chat with me. And uh, take 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 care. Hope that rain goes away, man. Ooh, yeah, like I said, you and me both. It's uh, it's been absolutely crazy. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Stay dry. Thanks for the time, man. Thank you so much, Dan. Bye. We have to take one last quick break, but on the other side of this commercial, a message from me about next week's very special tribute to all my children here on Soap Central Live. It's a show that all my children fans are not going to want to miss just hours after All My Children airs its final episode on ABC. I'll be here to share some of the interviews that I conducted with the cast of All My Children. Stay tuned for more on that on the other side of this commercial break. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. It's one of those 
weird situations, everybody, where with all the All My Children tributes that are out lately, we hear the various theme songs played over and over to a point where it's sort of, oh my gosh, is it really that theme song again? And then you realize that one week from today, the All My Children theme song will air on ABC for the last time. And as of right now, the future of All My Children is somewhere in a hazy gray zone. Welcome back to Soap Central Live, everybody. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. And we are finishing up today's show talking about All My Children. There are just five episodes of All My Children left, at least on ABC. And then there's a period of uncertainty until Prospect Park takes over and hopefully launches the show as an internet-based program beginning in January. One of the things over the years, maybe you guys do or don't know, is that my love of All My Children is what started SoapCentral.com. Had I not gotten hooked on All My Children back in high school, I probably wouldn't be doing the website today. I certainly wouldn't be here talking to you guys uh, unless something else would have changed along the way and ended up making me like All My Children. So there is always going to be a very special place in my heart for All My Children. I know that I would not be where I am today if it weren't for the show and for the talented people on the show and for all of you guys out there who for so many years have been interested in what I have to say and what the other wonderful people who have helped me with SoapCentral.com over the years have to say. And there are some members of the All My Children cast that I've always wanted to talk to but never had a chance. And one of the reasons for that is that the publicist for All My Children was, I don't want to say protective, I don't want to say lazy, uh, but it was very difficult to get interviews in the past with some of the stars of All My Children. So next week, you're going to hear some of the first words that I've ever had to say to some of the stars of All My Children. We're talking about folks like Debbie Morgan, who plays Angie Hubbard. We're talking about Michael E. Knight, who plays Tad. For so many years, I've wanted to have a chance to talk to them and ask them so many things and pass along some of the comments and questions that you guys have. And I wasn't allowed to. It goes back to the theme that I've talked about throughout the show, where some shows are more willing to give us access to the stars and let you ask questions to these stars than others. And it was really an emotional moment, knowing that the show that had helped launch the SoapCentral.com website was going away, uh, at least hopefully for only a short time. So next week, I'm devoting the entire hour to playing my interviews with the stars of All My Children. That includes the biggest name in daytime, Susan Lucci. You'll hear her respond to the many, many letters that you guys submitted through the SoapCentral.com website, and I had a chance to deliver some of them to her. You'll hear Chriselle Staus, Denise Vassie, Stephanie Gachet, uh, Daniel Cosgrove, Jacob Young, Katie McLean, Vincent Irizarry, uh, Jordi Villasuso, Lindsay Hartley. I mean, we're talking the entire cast, except for one or two stars who had other commitments. It's going to be an hour that hopefully won't make too many people cry. I'm going to somehow get through it. And... Uh, I think it's going to be a really great show. Agnes Nixon interviews. Um, you know, I'm thinking about it now and knowing that this show is still seven days away. And it's still hard for me to think about it. To think about talking about all my children in the past tense. And I know that that's going to be something that we're going to have to get through together. As we've gotten through so many other things in the past. As a big soap family. When you look at the message boards, people reach out when they lose the loved one, when there are disasters going on, when there are times that people are scared. One of the weird commonalities is that we're all soap fans, and in our own way, we're there for each other in good times and bad times. And we're going to continue to do that here on Soap Central Live and, of course, on SoapCentral.com. So definitely stay tuned next week for the special All My Children tribute. I want to thank everybody who stopped by for today's show. Matthew Ashford, Deidre Hall, 
and Eric Martsoff from Days of Our Lives. Days of Our Lives airs weekdays on NBC. Check your local listings. And to Kelly Monaco and Steve Burton for uh, chatting about fortune cookies, among other things. General Hospital airs weekdays on ABC. You can also watch full-length episodes online at abc.com. So we're going to take a deep breath here as we close the show and get ready for that special tribute episode of All My Children airing Friday, September 23rd here on Soap Central Live just hours after All My Children ends its run on ABC. I hope that you'll join me next week for Soap Central Live. Bye, everybody. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.